Welcome to Celtic Fans Podcast, episode two. This week we spoke to Josh from Glasgow's Celtic Instagram page. We got his opinion on the current topics within the club. Um, so yeah, feel free to have a listen and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, also, can you please go over to Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and like our page. It's the Celtic Fans Podcast. All found there and every week we update it. So you should have regular updates on podcasts and just general banter. So have a listen, let us know what you think in the comments sections on the respective websites. Welcome everybody, we're joined today by Josh from the Glasgow's Celtic Instagram page. Um, is Josh, is that the only page you run or? No, no that's all, man. that's all I'm doing at the moment. I mean, if it expand, it can expand, but for now it's just Instagram. So, we're going to run through a few things today with the boys being away and stuff. Um, there's not much going on, so we'll just kick off talking about you know transfers in and transfers out. So, first one we'll touch on is Chief Chi. Uh, going to Motherwell. Uh, what's your opinion on that? Well, in terms, I don't think he's got much of a Celtic career left. I think that opportunity gone. I don't think he should have been a Celtic player in the first place. Integrates the number seven jersey that was once Henrik, a certain Henrik Larsson's. But you know, I just hope he can do well and maybe get himself a few offers and maybe put stock up a wee. But I think I could only imagine him get having his contract ripped up and it's unfortunate but he should have never been here really in the first place yeah I don't think a lot of Celtic fans talk to him too well in fairness over the time he was there um, I don't think he kind of I don't think he got the club if you know what I mean I don't think he got the vibe you know that a Celtic player should have um, in terms of if you look at him and you turn around and you look at Griff mm. who's the Celtic player do you know that kind of way so he's, he just he didn't seem to be a good fit for what we have and what we want as fans. I can't, I can't blame him because like, I moved to Celtic's probably the best he could really get because it's just very unfit, very... It, it, just, it just doesn't work for me. Sometimes a wee bit unlucky, but... I find he's very... I think he's, say... Do you know some players can be hot and cold? Like, I think he's cold a lot more than what he's mm. on. Do you know, when he does play... A hot head, really. He just—he's just not a Celtic player. He doesn't—it doesn't have what it means to be a Celtic player at all. No, not not in my opinion. Anyway, I mean, when he did start, he was frustrating. He is like he is the first touch of a trampoline. Mm. Um, uh, he was just frustrating beyond the point of what was acceptable, really. Yeah, the ticking time bomb. I call him. <laughs> what? The ticking time bomb. <laughs> yeah so what? Uh, um, what's the crack with Paddy Roberts he's deemed to be fit now apparently from my inside source that I have in the club so running in Dubai and I was quite surprised that I look as like he's due to come back in February but I thought it could have been even worse than that really than what they say is but it seems like he's stuck on some of Henrik's magic glue and he's fine yeah well that's what I thought as well I mean 
I had a conversation on 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 our Twitter account uh, with a few of the fans, and we were speaking about would you take an inform Roberts over an inform Forrest? I mean, I just think like half of last season, Roberts completely blew me away. Like. We can be doing nothing. We could have nothing going on in the game. We just give the ball to him and he takes on... Well, he beats two or three players and makes something happen in the game. One specific one that sticks out in my mind was against St. Johnson. It was like now, now after half-time. We, we just came in to stick it to him and he just produces a bit of magic and that's what it has with me for assistant. But he's been more consistent since Brendan Rodgers has came in. Yeah. Well, I mean, he hasn't featured for us since... Motherwell in November, um, mm. so that's a good good gap. Like I mean, if you look at our squad, we've played what how many games in December? So the majority of that squad now are tired, leggy, and stuff like that. I know they're on a break now, but he has an extended gap, and for a player like him, it was such magic in his boots for it to have an even longer break. When he comes back, he's well rested. I've seen the photographs of him. He looks like he's buffed up a bit for his upper body strength. And I mean, if he can, if he's buffed up a bit and he's well rested, I mean, he can be seriously fucking dangerous for us going forward this season, especially with Europe coming up as well. I mean, we're still in Europe. Don't forget that as well. So when we have him, Sinclair, you know, he'll be, he's a lot more rested than the rest of the squad. So when he comes back in, He'll have a bit more, you know, spring in his step than everybody else. So I'm hoping, anyway. That not today. Something extra anytime he's on the pitch, and it will be a big learning gap to see how he recovers from it, how quickly he can get back to how he was before, and you know, maybe when he came back, he didn't exactly have quite the impact as he did. What before, would be but... your opinion on the Dembele saga that's going on at the minute? It's it's always strange. It's always strange with big Musa. I mean, I still hard for him, of course, but I see that it's it's not working harder. And that's just how he is. He's just he's a bit more on his heels. He's come deep, maybe too much for my liking. But he does more than we think. But he's he's definitely the same since maybe February of this of last year. Go two goals again. You know you need to. Man, honestly, he's... you'd have him in your starting eleven all day, would you? Hmm? You'd have him in your starting eleven all day, would you? Griff is definitely more consistent, but like Dembele, if he's just on it for a day, you know he's. By far the best player, and you can see why you know all these Premier League clubs. But well, that's well, just on that. Rogers, yesterday spoke about potentially unsettling the, the effect of the transfer rumors could have on Dembele and the squad. And in his mind, he says that he's a Celtic player and that they haven't had a bid yet. So I don't know what way should we take that. Is that just kind of? a smoke screen for, you know, trying to keep the squad united behind the behind the, scheme, the scenes or, you know, it's hard to tell with Dembele because the thing that annoys me about him is, like I said earlier, you can't have strikers that are hot and cold and you accept that. That's the way, that's the way some players are and I know myself 
from playing a bit myself. You can be on it or you're off, and you just get on with it. But I, f- I find Dembele kind of frustrates me because every time he's, every time there's a rumor about him leaving or going away, it's up on his Instagram and his Twitter. Oh, I have a big meeting today and all this, and you find out later he just signed a fucking boot deal for Nike. Do you know? I think he just stirs the pot a bit too much for his own good. I said that just seems to be a sign just to wind up the media, but it also does get to us. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. I mean, because it always seems like to me that he is trying for to engineer a move away all the time. I don't think he's happy at Celtic. I think I think he wants to either move down to the Premier League or go back to French League One. I think he is more after the money than anything anything else I don't think I don't think he buys into the culture of the club personally and I know it's very easy to say that too but you can never really tell a player's more well no no you can't but I mean oh he did he, he scored since the hat-trick against Rangers I mean I think I think that was the peak he's had in the in a Celtic jersey being honest I don't think he, he, he when he's on the pitch I don't think he displays enough heart for the want to be there So what do you think about Kundai Benayoun going down out on loan till the end of the season um, down to Oldham? Personally, I'd prefer to see him go to a fellow Scottish club because I think Scottish Premiership experience is vital. Mm-hmm. And it shows in Christopher Ayer because he went to command it for the second half of last season. And it done wonders for him because now he's probably one of our preferred centre-backs, even though I've not got much choice, to be honest. I mean, Eric Svichenko, Dedrick Beata, it's, it's not fun at the moment. Of course, the nearby Kumpa, who will be mentioned later. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I think I think it could be like Cal McGregor when he went to Notts County. I hope that can be replicated, because Cal McGregor came back and became one of the best players in Champions of qualifiers scoring against Reykjavik, Legiawasa, and Maribor. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know what else to make. Like, I just prefer to see them up in Scotland, you know, where they can get some first team experience for maybe like a Dundee, Partick Thistle, whoever it may be. Uh-huh. But going off Cal McGregor, it could be the making of him, really. And yeah. I really did like him. When he, when he first came into the squad and changed the manager's mind about loaning him back, loaning him out back then, because he played against Leon in that friendly in the first half, he was very impressive. And against Linfield when he came off the bench, he was also, you know, he would he could get by a few players and put a ball in, he could, uh-huh. you know, sh- shift inside. He, he, he looked very good, and I hope to, I would like to keep up with progress down south. Yeah. I mean, he's he's down there till the end of the season. Of just he's signed for Oldham from now until the end of the season. So I mean, you know, he's he's been capped by Zimbabwe twice. Um, he made his senior international debut in November. Mm. So, I mean, I think going down to 
hold them will do in the world of wood because it's not as if they are you know overloaded in the midfield with quality I think that when they go back and look at the impact impact that he has had when he has came on for Celtic or started for us I think that he'll only do good for them and he, he I think he played a game the other night I was I was just chatting on Twitter to one of the, the followers of the podcast page um, apparently when he came on for Oldham during the week he bossed it in midfield so I mean in terms of his first performance for them he's done well going forward I doubt that they're going to leave him out of the squad because he has done well on his debut for them um, I think that he'll have a lot of first team experience got down there in the championship and it's only going to as you said earlier on, on Jifji it's only going to improve his stock so like he's already an internationally capped player. He's getting regular first team games down in the championship. He got a few starts and he impressed for us. We're like I mean, an end of the season loan isn't isn't bad considering like we are stocked in midfield. You know, midfield yeah. is one of the areas where we are most strongest, whereas in regards to like centre halves and our full backs, we're stuck. You know, who have we got if Tierney's injured? Well we're not Calvin Miller's came in. I thought he's done a good job, to be honest, but mm. he doesn't seem to get enough chances. Cause we usually fatigue Tierney out too much, really. Yeah. It's a bit unfair at times. Yeah, but in fairness, Tierney, apparently United are, are, are going in for Tierney now. And, I mean, because they've, they've had a serious problem with their left-back position for a couple of years. And they're looking at Tierney now as the cheaper alternative to Danny Rose, because Danny Rose is going for like upwards of 50 million whereas I think they're preparing a bid for Tierney of 25 million if I can remember correctly but well, would you take 25 million and let him go or I, 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 couldn't, I don't think I could let Tierney go on any terms but no. you bring that up and it makes me think like it scares me to think of Tierney and like a really good team when right, so obviously he's in the best team in Scotland by far. So, uh-huh. but he's still got many players he's got to like be accountable for, or you know, make make up for like Sinclair maybe not tracking back, or you know, Bayata going off, you know, leaving spaces, whatever. He's got to do so much, and you think it's in a, a team like that, he wouldn't have to do that as much. He wouldn't have to, you know, uh, say. He wouldn't have to think for two or three different players. He can just do it focus on his own job. And yeah, I do hope he stays right enough because he's he's absolutely magic to me. Yeah, I mean Tierney epitomises Celtic. More, like I hate to, like more than Bruni in my opinion. Like I know Bruni's a captain and all, but Tierney's came up through. I mean. I remember I seen videos of him with getting uh, Nakamura's boots because he performed well in a game for an underage, underage, under underage team before. And when you look at videos like that, and you know, like if he wasn't playing for Celtic, he'd be paying to go see Celtic. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I don't think there's anybody else in our squad that would do that. Oh yeah, you saw it when he was injured, and, like the two one at Ibrox last year. You know. He was in the stands and, you know, getting involved with it. And that's, and that's he, he, he's, he was born to play for Celtic. He, he is, 
Mr. Celtic, and he could be a legend to come, really. Yeah. If he wants to, if he does stay. Yeah, the next Bertie Old, maybe. Mm. Um, so we'll shift on away from our defensive struggles. Um, maybe have a chat about near Beaton going to Turkey. I seen that he put up on one of his social media accounts that he's traveling on Turkish Airways with a new beginning or something as the caption. Would you be glad to see the back of him, or what's your opinion on that transfer? Well, it, it's difficult to say on Beaton, really. If you ask me when he was playing in midfield, when uh, Brennan Rodgers just came in, I'd be shoving him right out the door because he just didn't go with the style of Brendan Rodgers. You know, he was too, maybe, lackadaisical on the ball. He was a bit too, you know, he likes his time on the ball and that was brilliant under Dyla or whatever, but it didn't work under Rodgers, but... You seen him going to centre back against I think it was Rosenborg when Yeah. His, was it Svichenko got injured or yeah, someone? Svichenko, um, he came in, uh, and he has definitely a bit more qualities there for Celtic, but you'd have to give give me you'd have to give us decent money, maybe uh-huh. you know, four to six million for me to be convinced. I just got a text in off of one of the fans of the page saying he'll be flying to Dubai to meet the team via Istanbul is my bet as no direct flight from Israel to Dubai as UAE ain't particularly welcoming to folk with Israeli passports ah yeah I can see that so yeah so I don't know maybe that'll uh, maybe that clears up our suspicion on him getting the the heave ho but at the same time is he a valuable asset to the squad that we have? Is he someone that you can put into the starting eleven and go, yeah, he's going to do a job for us? Or, in what I think is the case, he's someone that you put in and you worry when he has the ball. I think he likes to he likes to slow the game down a bit. I think he likes to take his time on the ball. And given that every every team in the SPL will purposely construct their game plan for it to stop us in midfield. So that means they're going to be playing a high-pressured game where you won't have time on the ball. So it completely nullifies him from the game. Like, fair enough. Bruni, because he's experienced, he knows when he has time on the ball. He knows when. He doesn't have time on the ball and he uses it smartly. Whereas... Bitan, I think he just he take he takes a little bit bit too much time on the ball, and I think that's his downfall. And yeah, if you give him that time, he can kind of ball. By the way, I mean, right. you seen him against. I think it was Hearts that ball he Griffiths the first goal. It was tremendous. So, so you know, teams will quickly pick up that you can give him time on the ball, and when they pick up on that, you know, he's a bit more clumsy than Brown, so to say. Mm-hmm. That's true. Apparently, Semenovic is being targeted by Lazio, according to Italian media. To be honest, I wouldn't like to see him go. I like him. Well, it's the same for me, but I think it's maybe the, the criticism for him has been a bit too unfair, because it was maybe like one or two games, and one of those just happened to be the Hearts game, which would not happen. But mm. a lot of that, I, I, I know the third goal, I think, yeah, the third goal, a remix up between him and Gordon. Yeah. I thought personally Gordon should have cleaned that up at least. But yeah. You know, that was the miscommunication. But we look at the second goal specifically. You know, there was that big gap because he was doing his job, but, but Yata was not doing his job. No, I think Bayata hung him on that. 
I thought Seminovich before that was brilliant, man. But he just, he's never properly fit. He, he has, I believe it's knee problems. And right. he can never play like three games in a week or what is like what we need because we play pretty much every three, four days and it's yeah. pretty much impossible for him. I think, like, he's 23. I mean, he's far, far away from being on a scrap heap. He's his whole football career ahead of him at 23. I mean, fair enough, Iyer has put in a really, really good shift and he's, really, he's what is he, 19? And I think he's done very, very well, but you're talking about an extra four years of experience in playing top flight football if you're letting him go out the door, particularly when we don't seem like we've brought in somebody with legs but does he have the legs for to continue on, as you said, playing three games a week, commanding the defence and keeping that standard up that we expect as Celtic fans? You know, should we see him go? Is what I'm asking. I don't think we should. I don't think we should let any of our defenders go until we have signed somebody who is going to improve what what we have. Somebody young, somebody with a bit of top flight experience that we can work on and develop. In the sense of we shouldn't be letting the defenders go before we get at least one in, and then maybe look at someone that's just never that or never that type of thing. And we've been linked with a boy, Jack Hendry for Dundee, and you know, it might not be the pedigree of player we're looking for specifically because you know, he was whatever out of favour at Fulham and uh, no, Wigan, apologies, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, he was in the under 20s at Partick Thistle just before that. and it seems like he's really matured at Dundee. Yeah. To an extensive level. Like, I had someone say to me that he was absolutely superb against Ross County. I watched him against uh, St. Johnson. That was another man of the match, standout performance for him. And even in the defeats to us, he still showed a level of. He didn't look out of place at all. Maybe just dragged down a little by, you know, what's beside them. And all yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Our squad at the minute for our centre backs and full backs. We've Seminovich. Sviachenko, Boyata, Comper, Ayer, McCart, Tierney, Lustig, uh, Royalston, Gamboa, Beaton, who's defensive minded and quasi defensive minded. So, of them, we. Like, Lustig's been off the boil for a while now. I think he's. I think he's gone leggy. He needs that rest in Dubai badly. Yeah, very much, because I, I could see it ever since. I think it was the Bet Fred Cup final with Motherwell. Yeah. He just, I, I think he's playing when he's not meant to be, because I think he wants to make sure he's in that, you know, Sweden team for the World Cup, and he's maybe pushing himself a little too far, and, you know, he, he needs, he's probably been told he needs to play every game, so uh, he came back a bit early from an injury he got, which I'm not sure what specifically was, but I remember he had an injury. And he came back to the final, and then he just he's not he's not been looked in it since. Like clumsy on the ball now, he just you know passes it straight to the opposition. You're like yeah, and he was at fault for the goal that we conceded against Hearts as well. Was it the first goal when they were when they started the attack or he gave the ball away? But it, he was definitely at fault for the goal. So the new deal with Anthony Ralston sparked speculation that he's going to replace Lustig. But I mean, I think Lustig has a lot more to offer. The break is going to do him well. Like, I mean, he's spoken in interviews and he knows that his days at right back are kind of on the way out with his pace kind of slowing down and he'd be playing more at centre back maybe. And that might be a good move for to bring in Ralston on the right and bring Lustig into the centre. 
just you know because he won't Ralston will have the pace and Lustig will have you know his experience for to call on and tell Ralston when to go when to stay you know that kind of way like I mean he seems to give up possession really really easily and recently he's panicked when he's been put under the smallest bit of pressure and I think his confidence is clearly getting an impact of that I still think we really need a right back I mean I think Ralston's good but you know you need a better level of player you need to you need to go and find someone that's young, that's quick, that actually wants to use his pace to get forward. But it's hard to find that type. Cause you've seen the players with a line boom, like Glass before, they sign young boys. No, definitely not. I mean, he was—he's more trouble than what he's worth. So, what do you think about the young uh, Lewis Morgan from uh, Saint Mirren that we're looking at signing? Morgan is simply one of the best talents in the championship. You know, I think 13 goals, 8 assists, and he's been directly involved with a majority of St. Mirren's goals, including and just a day before we signed him in the Redfordshire Derby against Morton. And I worry that he might just come under the, like, the reaction to him has been like, Another spot, Al, and another Nadia Yeah. This, this, this guy's different. I mean, those were people that wanted to die with the same potential in, right? right? I, well, I guess Scott Allen is a bit of a wind up, but. I think that was, to be honest, I think that was just a fuck you sign into Rangers. That's what that was. But with, with Morgan, this is someone that Brendan Rogers sees something in. I think he's got a bit of a better judgment, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think he's the stereotypical Scottish attacker. Like he, yeah, he's a lot of heart, and he showed when he left Rangers to join Saint Mirren. Um, but he's got a lot of hard graft in his game. Yeah, you know that's what makes him stand out. He has a bit of swagger. He has a bit of balls about him. You know, he, he as you said, he does like to square a man up and beat him one or two ways. You know, he can blast. He can either blast past him using his acceleration, or he can get more creative and just you know a couple of step overs left, right, and gone. Do you know? Send him for yeah. hot dogs, like so. I think it's encouraging for to see him not relying on his pace, but I mean, his his speed is is incredible. But I think his his game intelligence. You know, he can he's right footed naturally, but his left foot isn't just for standing up. You know, oh, he's he's a superb left foot, and he he's he's stuck in edge. He's stuck. Um, where did he walk? What goal was it? It was about a thirty yard strike on his left foot. Um, he pinged that. I can't remember who it was against now, but uh, against Dundee United, they called it right into the corner. That's it. No keeper was saving it. Two yeah. keepers probably can save it, and it can function the left and the right because it can cut in on both uh, feet. It can go out to the wing and you know cut it across. It could be something special, but yeah, I, I do have my worries. But I, I think the pressure part. The manager's decision to sign him. Yeah, the pressure part of being a Celtic player will make him or break him. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big learning curve, a big gap, a big leap. Yeah, but it's good that he's, you know, that he does do that. You know, he when he if when, with him coming in, he has the likes of Roberts, he has Forrest, he has Sinclair, all for to learn from. Mm. You know, and because he's so young as well he'll take aspects of their game and hopefully it will transfer across 
to his game and will improve him as a player. And you know, he'll he'll he's not one for to you know not shirk responsibility either. He can tuck inside in any scenario and just take the man on. You know, so I think under Brendan Rodgers, he's he, you know he it'll suit him because like we press high when we're on the attack and we look to get our wingers into the central areas. Morgan, I think, will thrive in that system because it'll allow him to express himself. You know, he is a gold yeah. threat. He's tricky. He's inventive, and he's diligent in his defense defensive duties, like tracking back, helping his fullback throughout the game. I think it's obvious to see why you know a lot of clubs were hoping to sign him. I think somebody was trying to sign him from from down south as well. Um, who was it? Was it either Cardiff or Swansea? Works. Yeah, I think it's Wednesday, yeah. So if you play Millie Collins, it's very United. Yeah, exactly. Do you know, go, I think that's brilliant because I think they were only looking for... It was Burton Albion as well put in a bit of 200000 for him. But they they, uh, they knocked it back and we, we got him for three. So I think it's a good investment. They're only going, like he, yeah. He's only going to improve. That's it from us this week. Um, thanks again to Josh from Glasgow's Celtic uh, Instagram page. Um, if anybody else wants to get in touch, feel free to drop us a DM on Twitter or message us on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and like and share our page on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Um, yeah, so all the best and hey, hey.